look, if you don't want to make that change within yourself, it's not going to get better. This might not apply to everybody, but if you feel like you're rock bottom, okay, and you're hoping for a better day, but you literally are doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's the definition of insanity. You are provided with a choice every day. You are provided with multiple choices throughout the entire day. Take that choice, make that change. You've identified a problem. You're saying you're rock bottom. Got it, you're there now. There's only one way and it's up. So change your mindset, use that choice and go a freaking different direction. Love y'all, Faceman VTT out. Day three of retirement. As an infantryman, I was asked if I could clean the sink. So let's look at this. Definitely some kind of grime on there. And I open up the cabinet. What do I use? Nothing comes to mind. Like my experience is my skill set. Nothing. Wait a minute. Everyone knows this is how you clean everything. Imagery retired. Just a good second. Would you like a military discount? Uh, oh, do you offer one? Honestly, cap of the day. CC's Pizza is the county fair of restaurants. You go in there, you look around, you feel a little bit better about yourself, then you realize that you're in there too. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, let's be honest. You know, not everybody's made for this life. It's scary. You know, you gotta jump out of a plane while it's moving. That's not natural. It's high, it's, it's fucking wet outside sometimes. It's snowy, it's hot, it's dry, it's shitty. Who the fuck would wanna be airborne? Best job, fucking best job I ever had. This is the Veteran Trash Talk Hour, hosted by Nick, Dave, and Buddy. Real warriors making fun of other real warriors. Try to not get triggered. <laughs> Happy Saturday, everybody. Welcome to episode 124 of the Trash Talk Hour. Special guest today is Steve Sachs, founder of the Captain John J. Sachs Foundation. And also we are joined by Jeff with Urban Paws Service Dogs. And as usual, I'm here with the Big Earl and Buddy. Happy Saturday, everybody. What's All going right. on? What's yeah. up? What's up? Yeah. Hey, Chris is yeah. in the background. The, the Asian is in the background. Yeah, the fake Asian in the background because he sounds smarter if he's Asian. Um, yeah, right. He's, he's not, and also, but, it also weirds me out when you say it's just Nick and I, and I'm like, wait, but you're here and Chris is yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, there's, a lot, there's a lot of people here. You know, and then Rob saying hi on the chat. We got Amanda saying hi. Everybody's uh, chiming in. Good, good. Uh, thanks to hang out with you guys. We love it. You know, it's our What's therapy. Up, Bobby Lee? Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. Um, yeah, so this is a uh, we're not going to do the conspiracy theory. We had a, 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 a you know an interesting development this week, uh, and everybody knows that one of my favorite people in the world is Karen Costello, and she you know she's helped me. She's been on the show before. She's helped me personally. She's about to help my family, uh, and she sent me something uh, on a text, and she's like, "Have you ever heard of Steve Sachs?" And I go, "Yes, yes, I have," um, and. You know, and I and I, I knew about his son as well. I knew about that incident, and I, I realized like 
wow, they, they they need help promoting this. And I was like, well, wait, but this ends like tomorrow. And I'm like, so like, shoot, I wish I would have had my hands on this. But uh, Steve will get into it. You know, he, he lost his son in a training accident and uh, along with, uh, with four other Marines. Mm-hmm. All right. Four other Marines uh, flying the Ospreys. And we've we've talked about this on the show before. And, you know, we've talked about our own struggles with uh, like survivor's guilt and, you know, all all the things that encompass, you know, it doesn't have to be a combat death. It doesn't matter when somebody dies or how they die. It's in service to our country. They were training for war. They were training to defend everybody. And something went wrong. Uh, And that's just God, I, I remember I remember, you know, I think about it. I remember like my mom, you know, I. Every time I was deployed, and then especially my wife after I got married, when I was deployed, when that phone rang, every time their heart freaking dropped, you know. And you never, you, 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 and if you're if you're struggling with survivor's guilt, you don't you don't think about because it is kind of selfish, right? You're not thinking about you know the Gold Star families, and like on the fight show last night. Uh, Bill is a big sponsor of Gold Star Teen Adventures, uh, where we, you know, we we send money to Gold Star Teen Adventures to help them take the kids out and do things, do great things. Because we we always say until Valhalla and you know a Memorial Day will remember them. It's like, well, why don't we remember them every day? All the time. We don't need a day to do it. Right, yeah. every day. Yeah. And then we don't. We also forget about the families that are left behind. All right. The children. And I say we like I'm one of those guys, too, where it's like, do we actually think about the families? You know, obviously, if we were friends with the person, then yes. Right. But we don't have to wait till Memorial Day. And that's why I was super excited to see that there's a foundation uh, getting started in your son's name, Steve. And if we can do anything to help launch it, which we are doing right now, obviously. um, But it would be a great honor for you to, you know, talk about your son and talk about uh, the foundation that you're, that you're starting. I know you got to get going, but welcome to the trash talk hour, Steve. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me, uh, gentlemen. I appreciate being here. Um, And we just launched my son's foundation on Monday, May 1st. Um, We have armed forces day in the middle of the month. And then uh, of course, Memorial day at the end. And we felt that this would be a great month to really launch the foundation. So we've done that. Um, and uh, it's called the Captain John J. Sachs Foundation. Um, so a little bit about my son is he was, uh, you know, he, I don't have enough time to talk about him, but I could just tell you, uh, he was one of, he was the closest person in the world to me. Um, my son was a, 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 just an unbelievable person. He was a, if you think about a, a prototypical great Marine, that was my son. He was, he was full of honor. He was the most respectful, kind, um, selfless. Uh, he would give the shirt off his back. He would. Uh, he took that pledge to give his life to protect people, and and he meant it. And he 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 would have done it at any stage of his career. That's the kind of a man he was. He was a great father. Um, he was a very happy guy. He was a the hardest working guy you'd ever meet. He was very intelligent, and he just um, he was just the greatest guy ever. Um, and he was very handsome too. Boy, he, he was an extremely handsome young man. Took, took after and, the mother. Um, took after the mom. Took after yep. the mother. Yeah, <laughs> took after me. Uh, I and the funny thing about it is when Johnny and I were like coming out of high school, and you could track it, you know, by by his pictures, we looked absolutely identical to each other. And um, so, but he got the handsome part, not me. And, um, and, and I, I tell him all the time, I say, John, geez, just look, I mean, when you grow up, you're going to, you're going to look just like me, unfortunately. And he's like, Oh God, please no. But, but he was, um, Johnny was the hardest working young man you'd ever meet in your life. And, um, he was very, very proud to be a Marine. He loved his country. Uh, and, uh, he was just an amazing person, just an amazing person. Yeah. yeah what was the motto of his, uh, unit? His the the unit that he was with was the Purple Foxes, and the unit's motto was "Give a shit." It's the only it's the only aircraft in in all the armed forces, I believe, that have a swear word on it. And the genesis <laughs> of this came from Vietnam when the Purple Foxes went in and rescued uh, some guys that had 
they were they had no chance of getting out and the purple foxes rescued them and and one of the guys said man it's nice to see that you guys really care a lot about us he says no we give a shit and that's how the whole thing got started with with that motto um give a shit yep that, <laughs> like that, was that. It. that was it yeah so so obviously oh go ahead nick go ahead oh go ahead dave no i was just going to talk about so obviously you went through this tremendous loss with your son and you know rest in peace obviously um and then you just started this organization so tell the people that are watching right now what this organization does obviously it's for your son but yeah. how can people donate where can they find it you know yeah. just talk about that a little bit well, they can go to the john j uh captain john j Sachs foundation.org um and they uh they can donate right there on the site we, that, that's already been launched and what what it, it does is we're going to raise money to uh help other aviators that uh may have had some issues may have had some troubles May they went through a hardship like our family has gone through uh, to help the family. Um, and it doesn't have to be just a person flying a plane. It could be somebody that's aspiring to be an astronaut or whatever. It may nice. be. Somebody that's passionate about flight. That's what we're going to do to help these people out. And um, my son would be very proud of this. I'm sure he would because he was so passionate about flying. He loved, absolutely loved to fly. And I can tell you, that I'm waiting for the report to come back, the official report. I, I already know that it was a mechanical accident. Um, and um, if Johnny could come back, he would be in the Osprey the next day. He loved flying the Osprey. He was an absolute expert at flying this this uh, this plane. And he was the co-pilot in this flight. And they were doing a training mission down in Southern California with another Osprey. Mm -hmm. The captain, uh, or they're both captains, uh, my son, as well as the uh, the pilot of the of the flight was Captain Nicholas Lasapio, who was regarded as the Marine Corps said once in a generation pilot. He was actually getting groomed to fly Air Force One. Um, wow. wow! He handpicked my son to fly and be his partner. That's how good Lasapio and my son were. Um, and so, you know, this this whole issue of, of 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 the plane going down. I I'm waiting for the report, but I've already heard and I, I know that this was a mechanical accident and um it's tough because the osprey um is a very difficult plane to fly with the combination of helicopter and, and plane um it doesn't glide well at all there's no chance for that um and uh this 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 plane had a checkered pass when it first started and had some accidents early but lately in the last several years it was actually the safest plane in the marine in the marine flight in the in the in the whole core Wow. So, um, you know, a lot of people would say to me, well, that's such a dangerous plane to fly. Yeah, but not lately. They, they figured a lot of things out. And there was a plane crash in March. And then, of course, my son's happened in June. So maybe maybe it was coming back to, uh, again to the bad side of it. But uh, when I get the report, I'll have it for sure. But, you know, it's uh, it, it's it, it's something you wake up with every single day. You know, it's uh, it's never gets any easier. And I guess I, I hope to deal with it someday. Um, I, gotta, I know I got to get some help, and I will. But good. yeah, hey, that good point. Go ahead, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Buddy. Hey, so um, I've had a little bit of uh, experience with losing somebody non-combat. And can you talk about? Oh, so for me, it's. When when your when your son or your friend is gone to combat at some lost him, maybe awesome. lost him there. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Nick. Yeah, I don't know what Buddy was going to finish with saying there, but along the same lines of you know dealing with the loss, and we we talk about it all the time on the show, and we'll reconnect after the show, Steve, as well for, you know, somebody who's really good at coaching this, uh, an old Ranger commander buddy of mine. Uh, and he works with professional athletes all the time. So he, oh, he, he, he'll, he'll, he'll meet right in with you. And okay. that's the, the, the beauty of veteran trash talk is that we've become large enough to where we know people everywhere now. And we have people to just, if I need to send somebody somewhere, I know where to send them and yeah. to include myself mm -hmm. and our right, buddy's back. Um, well, yeah, that hopefully I'm back and you can hear me. Yeah, we yeah. can hear you. We, hear you. So we, we yeah, lost well, you. We lost you at about where you said uh, I've dealt with losing somebody not in a combat experience. Yeah, so, so somewhere in your like, I, I can imagine as a father, I know as a, a, a another soldier or a leader, I can understand like 
at some point when they're in combat or when, you know, somebody that you, you love is in combat somewhere in your, in your soul, you understand that, that they might not come back and you deal with that. Right. When they're in training or when they're back home and then something happens, it's a completely different thing because they were supposed to be safe. They were supposed to be like, it's right. just training or it's just, and, and I feel like in a, a lot of ways, even the military looks at it like it's a completely separate thing from dying in combat because you weren't in combat. Mm-hmm. How do you, how did you, how, how have you tried to deal with the fact that you know, he was supposed to be safe? He was supposed to be okay. And then getting that phone call that you, like you expect it at some level, you expect it when they're in combat. You never mm-hmm. expect it when they're not. Yes. And, um, well, you know, I, um, to try to capsulize it, uh, I found out as the Marines knocked on my door, it wasn't a phone call. They knocked on my door. I went to bed at 9.10, and at 9.15, they knocked on my door. That's how I found out. Um, but I knew that there was an incident. I didn't know to what extent. I found out during the day, and then at night, they came to the door. But um, I, I gained a little bit of solace in knowing um, that I talked to my second-grade catechism teachers, uh, Sister Michael, um, and she's such a wise lady. She's 86 years old. And looks like she's about 50 and she's amazing. And, uh, she told me that along answering your question, uh, is, is that my son lived exactly as long as he was supposed to live. He, his life and our lives are ordained and the Lord had a plan for him. And, uh, he made it a tremendous impact on the time that he was here. He died love, loving, uh, he died doing what he loved to do. Um, and so I understand that somewhat, um, but I don't understand why it happened and not having him here is, is just a daily thing, you know, but, um, she did tell me that, you know, he's in a much better place than we are. And, and someday I will see him again, exactly as I saw him when he was here. So, I'm uh, I know that's going to happen. I believe in that. I have a tremendous amount of faith. Uh, I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you how, how much, uh, I mean, being a little bit selfish, but how much better that makes me feel about the way that, uh, so, so, you know, along the same lines, definitely not in the same vein as a father losing a son. Uh, I had a, a really great medic that went to medical school, the rest of the team, the poor, and uh, I got the call that he had gotten killed in a car accident. And I felt the same, exactly the same way. And then finally came to the same conclusion that, you know, in the 33 years that he was alive, same as my son. he absolutely, he absolutely did everything that he ever wanted to do. And, and he was continuing to do it. Like he was killing it. I mean, he was doing such a great, like he had, he was an SF guy. He was going to be a doctor. He had, you know, everything he did, he excelled at. And he crushed as much things into 33 years. He right. he did more in 33 years than most people do in their entire lives. Yeah, and, I, yeah I hear you, brother. I hear you. And it's 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 confounding how the Lord takes the best ones early. I mean, they must have needed these two people in heaven a lot, you know. And uh, I know that he's got uh, my mom and dad's arms around him. And I know that um, that he's that he's comforted by them. I know that. Yeah, faith definitely definitely helps. Thank you so um, much for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. and, and it, go ahead, buddy. No, I'm just. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I'm a I'm a father also, and uh, it's hard. It's hard to to listen to another dad. Yeah. And we we and I, we were talking before before the show. I uh, you know I the guy a guy saved my life that he was a monster among men to me. You know he was an E six staff sergeant. I was a young E four. I was stupid, you know. And you know he he grabbed me by the collar and I was two hundred and ten pounds of solid rip, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Like like just jacked and like he grabbed me by the collar with one arm and threw me like I weighed five pounds. Right. You know, and, you know, he he's 
he was a legend to us, you know, and like we all looked up to him. And then, you know, you knew you were great friends with Stanley too that died. And, uh, you know, and it's like you, you watch those legends go down and it's like, who if they're going down, like you, like that, that, like that, that morale just starts to freaking plummet. Oh yeah. Right. Like, and it's like, if if they're going down, then like, I I honestly have, have gotten to the point where I think that those ones go down so that the rest of us can get a little bit of humble pie and see that, you know, we need to, to try to strive to be at their standard, like Stan Woodcock, any of those guys. And then, you know, morally the way they ran their sniper teams. Yeah. Yeah. You you try to, you try to meet those standards knowing that those people who, to be honest, are better than you. Woodcock was better than me. Stanley is better than me. Yeah. Always was was. a beast, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, um, you, you, you try to meet their standard, but, uh, it, you know, you, you probably are never going to, but yeah. it gives you something that you have to live up to that, you know, if, if they didn't, you know, if they had never died, then it would be like, Oh, well, they're there to take over. Like they're, they're still doing it. I don't have to really do anything. I can continue doing what I was doing. You know what I mean? But since they're gone, you know, that you have to, you got to carry on their legacy. Yeah, well, you, have carry on you have yeah. to you have to be what they were, mm-hmm. um, and it it doesn't it there's it doesn't make it okay. It just gives you something that you have to strive for. Yeah, and, and again, that that's what you know when it, when it encompasses to healing and 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 growing is you have to acknowledge the facts, right? The constants, and you know the facts and the constants is, is we're never going to forget. We're not, it's not going to go away. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's something that it, it, it is what it, it, that's it. All right. And Hey guys, I had a, I had a guy, if I may say, cause I'm, I'm going to forget this. I wanted to tell you right along the lines, what you're saying, Nick is I met a, a friend of mine at a restaurant. I saw him there and he had another guy with him and I was getting some food to go and I was sitting in the booth and the guy came over to me and he said, I know about your son. And he said, I just wanted you to know that I lost my son two years ago at about the same age as your son was 33. And he said, I just want you to know that it's never going to get any easier. Never. But, and you know what, at least it, it was, it was, I really respected what he told me because it, it, at least I know that from a, he told me from a grounding experience, you know, what the fact was. And that's, that's I, I can I can't deal with something I don't know about, but if it's something factual, maybe may you know maybe I can you know. And uh, I had a guy come up to me in the grocery store. I never met him before in my life, never saw him before, and he came up to me, and he just walked right up to me and he shook my hand, and he just grabbed my shoulder, and he left. He didn't say a word to me, never said a word, and I never met him before, but I know what he meant. I know what he was saying to me. And um, those things are pretty powerful, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, what you're doing in your son's name is something that, you know, will impact lives forever. And your son's name will always be attached to it. And, like, so that's the beauty of the veteran community and the the Gold Star families is, is, and this is why I try to, I, I try to, you know, I get angry at the veterans that have the survivor's guilt, but again, I've had it. That's why I get angry. You know, and it's like, we can do everything that we can to think about ourselves or we can make people better. And, you know, it's a human dynamic. And, you know, yeah. if Karen was on, she'd tell you, it's like, if I can find a purpose to make this into a positive thing as much as I can, which obviously th- that the it, concept, it's helpful too. It's helpful right. for you. Right. The constant is not positive, but there's something that I can do to make, you know, at least, hey, remember when you're flying, you remember Captain John, you remember him, right? Right. Like he, he, that's, that's who's in the cockpit with you. You're doing something positive in the world. Yes. Correct. Correct. Yes. That's whole nature of positivity grows everywhere. Yes. It grows within you. And that's, that's a helpful thing. And that's, and that's what I'm going to gain from this. I know I will. And I guess, and I asked Dutch's mom. I said, 
I go, what, what do you want me to do? Like when I'm feeling like a piece of shit, you know, over this. And I mean, this is years ago, but I'm like, what do you want me to do? And these guys all know it now because I, I'll post it on Facebook, but you know, every March 5th, I'm drinking a rolling rock and, and having a T-bone. Yeah. Cause that's what he drank. And, yeah. you know, and, and it's Love like, it. so uh, I'm going to drink a rolling rock and have a T-bone. Okay, mom, that's what I'm going to do. You know? Yeah. And so, yeah, we don't have the, some people listening might have this shared experience with you, but we have the experience of losing our battle buddies, our brothers, you know, and our, and, and our sisters. And the, the, what you're saying is so powerful to, to just shed light on what, what we're going to do in Captain John J. Uh, Sachs's name. Uh, and so do you ever talk about it on your podcast? Yes, I have. And by the way, my podcast name, if, if you want to tag it, is uh, yeah. Sachs, it's Sachs in the Morning is the name of my podcast because I include I encourage people to listen to the podcast in the morning. It's three to five minutes of a positive shot of uh, of uh, nutri- <laughs> emotional nutrition or whatever you want to call it to go into your work day to listen to a oh. very positive message Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then on Thursday, every other Thursday, we have a long form guest where we have somebody that everybody knows come on and we listen to their positive message for about 25, 30 minutes. But my podcast isn't real long, but it's, it's very powerful. And uh, we just finished our 300th show. So we're, we're doing good. And uh, I, I just, I I love the positive message. You know, it's not controversial. It's, it's positive. And uh, I hope people gain a lot out of that. That's why we call it sacks in the morning. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. No, and I, and we know you got to run. Uh, uh, what, what game are you calling again? Uh, the, the the Sacramento Rivercats are the Giants AAA team, and I do the uh, the Saturday home TV games for them. Mm-hmm. So a couple Who games. are they playing? Who What's they that? Playing? Who are they playing? They're, I think they're playing Oklahoma City, which is the Dodgers. I think they're playing the Dodgers tonight. Doesn't matter who they're playing, buddy. We don't even like the Dodgers, yeah. right? <laughs> right? Ex- ex- except in the Dodgers. 80s. <laughs> yeah, I told these guys I hated the Dodgers growing up, but you yeah. know, then I got to Vienna. Yeah. Then they got to they're a great organization and they they helped me a lot. So I got a lot of friends over there now. But I still like the Giants too. It's kind of a weird dichotomy, right? Yeah, I can for sure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, thank you so much for uh, coming on and, and talking about your son's name and the legacy that that you're going to build and anything that we can do to support it. Just reach out to us. We would 100 percent will. Um, Thank you. Guys. The show is never this quiet the first thirty minutes, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, the, ruffled some feathers, the, and yeah. you know, we got some comments, shedding some tears, and everything. So, uh, yeah, yeah, well, not me. I there's uh, by the way, that earlier that was just allergies. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah green, 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 green braids. Yeah, green braids yeah, don't cry. You can't <laughs> have a John Wayne yeah. tattoo on your arm and cry. Okay. Like, <laughs> not at the same time. I want to thank you guys for having me on, though, because uh, you guys are doing a great thing. And uh, God bless all of you. Thank and you so much for having thank me. Thank you. I really thank appreciate you. it, gentlemen. Thank you. We'll, we'll get you Anytime back you on, want too. Me on. I'd love to come on. Yeah, okay. yeah we'll yeah, get you do back it. on. And we'll, do a, we'll do a whole special. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Anytime. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, okay. John. Bye bye. All right. All right. Wow. Yeah, so those, for those of you watching who don't watch baseball, all right, that was Steve Sachs, okay? He was Rookie of the Year in Major League Baseball, two-time World Series champion, I believe a five-time All-Star, maybe less than that. But either way, if you're a one-time All-Star in Major League Baseball, that, is that fine. good? Is that's, that good that's, that's okay. And, uh, you know, as, <laughs> yeah, as, as we get lighthearted on the show, as we do once in a while, because that we use humor to deal with, you know, you know what we're struggling with sometimes, but I, I put in the script that Buddy and I once won an intramural softball league championship, which is the same as a World Series. So, but so pretty, pretty much, much pretty much identical. identical. Yeah, pretty much Basically. identical. Um, but uh, you know, ha- ha- having him on uh, and what he's struggling with, and again, just speaks to the volumes of the community that you guys are all. All of you that are watching, that are watching later, listening on the podcast platforms. This community is how this happens. Like, I'm just sitting there, you know, I'm retired now. I don't really have a job, even though they pay me. I don't really do anything. But it's like, I like, all of a sudden I get a text from Karen, you know, and it's like, hey, can you help this guy? And I'm like, help who? You know, and then it's Steve Sachs. I'm like, you want me to help Steve Sachs? You know, and it's like, uh, I'll do the best that I can. 
like, like, yeah. like, 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 you know, and it's like, but again, I, it, what he's dealing with is something that, you know, every parent doesn't want to ever oh have my to God, deal with. Like, yeah, absolutely. Just to think about like, so my kid's 14 and wants to join the army and thinking about getting that phone call or those people knocking on the door. Oh my God. That's the worst. It's absolutely. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler just took the ASVAB. He's joining next year. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, to, just to think about like, you know, not even as a, a soldier, but as a father, right. just thinking about uh, say anything, let alone, uh, you know, when they're out doing it, you know, at the pinnacle of their life and it's continuing to go up and, and then losing them at like, at that time, that's gotta be, that's, it's hard. That's hard to deal with. It's hard to even think about. Yeah, and uh, well, do do we want to do we want to lighten it up a little bit, buddy, with an honesty cap? We can, we can. I, 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 I know. I, I, yeah, no. Jeff, Jeff is waiting too. Jeff, yeah, waiting Jeff's too. waiting too. With, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Let's you know go. And here we go. Here we go with the honest cap. You know who I feel bad for, really, other than you know, of, of course, what we just talked about. More, more sarcastically, feeling bad for. No, I actually do feel bad for okay. any woman. For any female that is six foot or higher, it's six foot, six foot one, six foot two, six foot three. I feel so bad for them because, first of all, like you're six foot one and you're a a, a gorgeous six foot one, like Amazonian. Amazon. I was gonna say Amazonian. Amazonian beauty. You're just wow. Like you look at them and you're like, damn, that girl is beautiful already intimidating because she's taller than most of us right so that that's already a thing that's that's detracting from being able to go talk to them now you have to like you have to run the equation of like all right how do i talk to them and also figure out if they're a dude like like is that a six foot two (laughs) dude adam's apple because we have been, no, they, yep. I don't know what the, the they shave it. Is. They have a surgery to shave I know, it. Now. I know. They shave it. Like you can't oh. tell anymore. It's you a the crocodile. Just do the crocodile. Uh, Monica, right? Monica <laughs> says, aren't, aren't all women okay. taller than Buddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crocodile Dundee taught us that in the eighties, man. <laughs> nine and a half. So most women are already like, like. You're, we're at the same level, or or you know, some of them are above me. That's that goes without saying. <laughs> but but I'm not a I'm not opposed to a tall Amazonian lady. Like they are gorgeous. You are now. Well, you are and, now. And and they're also now. <laughs> not a I hope your are. French fiance isn't watching this right now, buddy. Yeah, you're yelling and nobody can hear you when you're yelling, buddy. I was yelling at the computer. You know, and, and you made fun of the big Earl for you know for uh, having the same the, the same you know book of Earl all the time. You just can't get off this trend. Yeah, welcome to the thing. You can't get off this transgender thing ever, can you? You just can't get off of it. She's the same height as I am. The Bud Light really got to you. Don't don't tell her I said this, but she maybe even a little bit taller. That being said, it's not like I can't appreciate. I, I, I own paintings, but I still could go to the Louvre and see the Mona Lisa. You don't own a single painting. Single painting. Oh, dude, I have hundred percent. You you never bought I a have, painting. You might have bought a house with a painting in it, I but bought, you have no. never bought a painting. Yeah, I don't think you've ever bought I a painting. Not either. a chance. I, you no. want to bet money? How much are we betting? How much do, are we bet? I want to see like I an actual. I want to. I'll bet. I'll bet you. I'll bet you drinks at Dave's party. I'll bring whatever okay. bottle you want, but I got to bring see. all the bottles because you just lost my my friend. I are you gonna, how are you going to prove that you, you got you got receipts that are like actual legit paintings? We're not talking about you're, a five dollar painting. Where I'm gonna win. You're right. getting, we're, we're, we're not going talking about off. Dollar General off. fucking wall art. Yeah. <laughs> we want to see an actual painting. First of all, got his son's pictures on the refrigerator. That does not count. Does count. He's an artist. Guys, what are you talking about, Chris? <laughs> yeah, to, to the audience listening, you can't hear Chris, but you Chris definitely. He's talking he's, a lot of uh, shit. Well, you can't, hear, buddy you can't hear Buddy right now either because he's just yelling and angry again. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is, yes, Chris, I 
I do have pictures both of that my child has painted in the first That's grade. Good, though. Dude, this is great. Bobby Lee says, somebody catch me up on this dumpster fire. I missed it. What's going on? And then Amanda right under him goes, Amazonians, transgenders, and paintings. <laughs> <laughs> somebody catch me up with this dumpster fire. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Thank you just for me. just funny getting roasted. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, everything that that Nick just said. Thanks, Dave, for rereading that. Anywho. Oh, Amanda, that was hilarious. Yeah, oh. it is. It is. It is so. I feel so bad for them. Like, like they're never gonna get hit on again because nobody knows whether it's okay to hit on them. Like well, you can't even well, go well, on. I, I, no, I, no, no, Dave. I will side with Buddy on this a little bit. I was at the track meet again. So again, last year there was somebody who looked like a guy because it was a guy running in girl races, winning by about eighty meters on every race. You know, and it was like, yeah. And so, but but they were in New Mexico, a New Mexico school. Oh, competing in Texas. So then I said <laughs> Texas wouldn't allow that. You know me. I, I posted about this. I go right to the school board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I'm like, that's not happening next year. And that dude is now running with dudes this year. Yes, he looks like a more of a girl, but he's running with dudes because How's he doing against the dudes. He's doing okay. He's fast, you know. But it's like, but that's that. That's what you're, you're not supposed to beat people by a lap, right? Like yeah. that's that's yeah. really cool. Like, good job, dude. Right, you're a dude. But so here's anyway. here's the problem that buddy's talking about. Here's yeah. the problem buddy's talking about, which I agree with him, is when I see somebody like a female who's athletic, right, and they maybe have a little muscle tone, now it's like there's a little little spark in the brain that goes, Is that dude? Oh. Like is that is that a dude? Have a like, second guess and everything now. Yeah, like, exactly. Like you don't know whether and it, it and it's just a weird conversation starter to be like, hey, like I just came over because what does the world come you're, to? You're very attractive, and and I and on my first level, attractiveness is, is how I first want to approach you. But like secondly, every man in this world, I don't care what you say if you're some how? kind of poet. We look at yeah, you first. Yeah, I mean that's Spot the first. <laughs> whether whether my eyes and my brain go, hey, <laughs> there's something tingling down below, like. <laughs> But if I walk up to you, do I walk up to you and say, "Hey, I was just saying, uh, you're uh, you're very attractive. Do you have a penis?" Because that is a showstopper for me. If you do, that's fine. I appreciate what you're doing. Let's go ahead, live your life. But for me personally, I don't like to. I'm not. I need. I don't want to move anything out of the way to be able to. To have fun. Oh. Right. So like enjoy, you know, I, enjoy I, after. So I saw a meme today, you know, where it's like, you know, it's got the guy with his hands in his head and then like the, the wife's behind him, like it's like it's okay. And it's like where where she says, you know, a, a small penis isn't a bad thing. And then he goes, Not on you though. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. I've seen that one. <laughs> okay. And we're good. Anyway. So buddy, what's the point? Back. It doesn't, in fact, just – and I'm going to tell a little story here. It's going to be real quick. But at one point, I was in a, a foreign country. I hadn't slept a lot, and my medic didn't know he was separated from the group, had like a face mask on and then his helmet. And we all stood up on top of this building, and we looked down, and we saw him. And let me say that my SF team, prettiest eyes in the in, – in, like all of SF, the entire team, you can get lost in our eyes, beautiful eyes. That's all part of the prerequisite. That is long hair, good looks. Yeah. Yeah. All we could see was his eyes. Obviously, not tall. Bit of his yeah. hair kind of coming out. He wasn't that tall. Yeah. Anyway, we all were standing up there and we're like, when did somebody, how did a girl get on camp? Because there were no girls. We we're like, that is a beautiful woman. And then he took his thing off and we could see his beard. And we were like, Caleb, put your shit back on. You we look like, way better with that back on. <laughs> and he's yelling, put your shit away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Dave had a joke. That was actually funny as fuck. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. <laughs> I, 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 I laughed. <laughs> how, do we, how do we navigate this world now where like you can't even go to somebody and say, hey, you are a really beautiful lady and not know that they don't have a nine-inch clitoris. <laughs> yeah yeah all right I mean, well at, at least nice. we'll be able to find it um you know uh the <laughs> years and you're looking for it yeah <laughs> she hates it she's like i was like you yeah. don't even have one 
It's not even a real thing. Everybody oh. knows us from here. Uh, but anyways, let's let's get to our second guest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Jeff. <laughs> which is perfect uh, yeah. because you know, going back to the serious part when we started the show, um, and again, that foundation just launched launched on Monday. Uh, so if you can go help the the Captain John J Sachs Foundation dot org, anything you can do. Literally, Steve auctioned off his World Series rings, his Rookie of the Year award, the jersey he wore when he hit a home run off of uh, Eckersley in the World Series, like Hall of Famer. He hits the home run off of him. Like he's selling the jersey he wore in that game. Right. Like those are some of the most prized possessions of his career. But obviously the most prized thing he ever did was have a son named John. You know, like that's that's the importance of this. So if you can go help that. Help it. And I'm going to call out now that, you know, it's probably harder to talk when Steve's on, but I'm going to call anybody who, you know, bought those rings or bought that jersey. I really hope you send them back to him. Right. I, I like that would be the right thing to do. Uh, if I had $25,000 to buy it, I'd buy it right now and send the thing right freaking back to him. But uh, sorry, Big Girl ain't got the 25 grand in cash, but uh, we'll, we're working on it. Uh, you guys we'll buy some, that. you guys buy some shirts. Maybe it'll happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he was talking about, uh, you know, he needs a new dog. Right. And we all know Steve's in a hard place right now. And I'm pretty sure a dog would be freaking tremendous for him. Right. And so just like I got my dog laying right here. Um, she's not trained, but she's just lazy. But no, she's, you know, she'll come up and she'll say hi to you. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like she'll mine's she'll upstairs. Lo- yeah, she'll <laughs> love you. Um and you know, that's just you got the dogs are awesome. And there's nobody on this panel that doesn't understand what dogs do for people. Um you know, Buddy's good friend has a, you know, two two of your friends have dog camps, don't they? There's just one. You're, you're muted, so at least you're not yelling, so we probably would have heard you. I actually just muted. Yeah. yeah. We've got a couple buddies that have... Uh, 124 episodes. Still okay, I forgot the fucking mute button, but it's fine. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what the best thing about dogs is, by the way? You can be having your absolute shittiest worst day. Yep. Where you can't share your feelings, your emotions, especially as a guy, you can't really share what you're feeling. And a, you're, I have a, I have three dogs. One of them, it, like my best dog, is a little, uh, a, a little. What the hell was that? No, I don't know. Anyway. That was my dog. That's a husky. She talks to you. <laughs> like, why are you playing with me? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I got a little schnauzer that will come up and just kind of like put a fucking nose in my face. Doesn't matter what's going on. I can be at my very worst. And that little fucking dog is the most perfect animal on the fucking face of the planet. You can talk to them. They don't judge you. They don't talk shit to you. Oh, I'm just panel you. right here. <laughs> yeah. Just their ears and tell them all of the things you're not allowed to say in public and they're fine with it. Yeah. All right. Well, so perfect, uh, perfect segue into Jeff, who was a, a peace officer. Um, and again, I'll always tell this story because Dave was Dave's usually not right against me, but he was right with this one. Like, you know, at first I didn't want to, you know, incorporate the first responders right away. And and when we started our thing and, you know, then we had Book and Bridges on. Then we had uh, Shootman on, who was a you know a veteran and a you know police officer talking about things, and we've had multiple first responders on now. And Buddy says it the best, to where you know we put on our kit, we go fight a war, you know we come back. Sometimes you know our mission would last a week, you know maybe we get two weeks off, and then we go back out again, and then we go to garrison and yada yada. You know the first responders. And I don't want to hear any liberal bullshit about the the, the, the the there's there's so bad there's some bad people everywhere in every job okay yeah, every organization e- 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 everywhere okay but the peace officers the firefighters the paramedics all right and then when you have you know a, a large population dying and then you know and a, a disease you got nurses all right you got doctors and it's like these people are they're human beings right and they're doing things for service. They're doing things to make you safer. And you don't think when they put on that vest every day that they don't think they might not come home. 
right? And and for those of you who throw out that PTSD blanket word, right? Like it's all encompassing to make you a jackass, right? Maybe you need to get a dog. All right. And and then maybe you need to, you know, calm the fuck down a little bit. But uh yeah, uh turning that a little sideways, but we got Jeff from Urban Paws. All right. And you know, he was supposed to have his boss on here, but he was unavoidably detained. Okay, so uh <laughs> not so, a bad way. Yeah, Jeff Jeff Just is saying, a, does he know his right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but well, he's uh, Jeff, retired cop too. Just, so. just yeah. tell him that. Tell everybody he's a sovereign citizen. It'll be all yeah. right. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm a sovereign citizen. Oh hell, Ooh, well, yeah, that, you're gonna get, you're gonna get these cal- you're gonna get these California cops all riled up real fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So with, with that one. But that uh, no, Jeff, uh, welcome to the dumpster fire. Uh, tell us about your organization. Uh, tell us about you know being a cop and how you got involved and all the things that it provides. And it's, it's yours. Yeah, thanks, guys. No, I appreciate it very much. And. Uh, Hard to follow uh, Steve and his story with his son, but uh, I appreciate uh, appreciate you getting me on. Uh, yeah, I'm a retired police sergeant, uh, local agency out here in the San Francisco Bay Area. I was involved in a uh, a fatal officer-involved shooting back in 2010 um, that uh, took its toll on myself, my partner. We ended up retiring from it. Um, you know, and, and after that, worked some part-time jobs here and there, actually uh, sold guns for a little while, which is so much fun in California. Um, I was going to say, <laughs> Yeah, not a very lucrative business. I mean, I know some guys. I I know some guys. I know some guys that can get you around the, you know, on the on the dark side. To yeah, yeah, exactly. They're they're a little more successful with that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. no. So I I just you know kicked around some stuff uh, for a little while, trying to get back into the workforce, suffering from the stuff that came from the shooting. Um, Ended up working my my now retired dog as a bomb dog for about seven years. So for a private security company, and just retired. Uh, from that, my my boss now, Dave, who was going to join us, he was actually one of my cops at the agency we both worked at at one point. Um, he ended up getting out of law enforcement due to an injury as well uh, and has a transportation company in the Bay Area, which is a real successful company. So as part of him doing well in his his business world, plus suffering from PTS, like a lot of us do, his his greatest venture right now is to give back to to you guys, vets, to first responders out here in our community. And what we're doing is we're breeding, we're raising, and we're training these service dogs to give to recipients free of charge. Um, right wow. now, we have, yeah, we have we have five dogs out, um, and they're already paired with people. Um, they're six months old. Our first litter, and we're uh, we do it a little differently at Urban Paws. We are actually pairing the dogs from four, four and a half months old uh, with their recipient. And what we are doing is our trainer will work with our recipients and they're training their dogs from start to finish. Together. So, together. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And the, the bond that's being created with these young dogs and their recipients is amazing. I have a, a Vietnam veteran Marine um, who, you know, was struggling and we got him this dog and I can tell you just in the first couple months he's had him, I see a smile. I see a guy who's able to get out, having fun, having another mission, right? And I'm doing his thing, training this dog. And it's a beautiful thing. You know, I was with him yesterday. He came down to our office yesterday. And it's just, it's nice to see. So we are fully nonprofit. Um, we are we are always looking for donations, uh, you know, to, to fund this mission. Um we just we really are having a lot of fun connecting. We have some local nonprofits out here that we're connected up with. Um, now connecting with you guys and getting the message out over your your bandwidth and your airwaves is amazing. But we are uh, we're excited, man. We're all either retired cops or uh, you know veterans of some sort or or suffering from something. So we're helping each other. And these dogs are amazing, man. I, I tell you, you you don't even realize it when you're having one of those days, and we all have them. When the dog jumps up on your lap and, and pushes against you a little bit, gives you, you know, nibbles on your hand or something, takes your mind off that moment and, uh, you know, brings you brings you back to being present again. So our mission is to get as many dogs to as many first responders and vets as we can. Um, you know, we hope to keep growing and growing and growing to do that. Um yeah, so that's, that's about, in summary, what we're doing. Uh, it's so, great. Jack, a yeah. question to that for everybody that's watching, because we got people all across the U.S. I mean, we have people that tune in from other countries, but mainly from, from the U.S., is this just California-based right now? Europe again. 
<laughs> is this just California based? So if somebody, let's say in Michigan is watching now and it would be interested to, you know, become part of your program and, and get a dog from you guys, is that a possibility? Or are you guys focusing right now on, you know, your, your AO and then, you know, expanding hopefully to something even bigger? Yeah, primarily right now we're staying close to home um, right. just because it's our first litter of pups. We want to right. make sure they're good to go. But yeah, the ultimate goal is to expand and to be be available for anybody who needs it. I I, I really think we're going to get there. Um, but yeah, nice. that that's what we'd like to do. I know my my the founder Dave. He's his heart is huge, and uh, if he if he can help somebody anywhere, he will do it. So it, it's it's amazing. Yeah, we we'd love to do that. And it's a, a specific breed or you guys do all kinds of dogs or do you guys focus on like, you know, like German shepherds or labs or. Right now we have lab retriever mixes. Um, our next litter will likely be labradoodles um, mix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're sticking with the floppy ears for the most part. Um, right. we, yeah. Well, uh, we might go pointy ear at some point, but uh, I think, in general, folks that are looking for service dogs, um, absent law enforcement and military people that have worked dogs or been around the military working dogs type of thing, mm-hmm. they like the floppy ears, the little bit softer side of things. So um, that's where we're at right now, but you never know down the road. Hey, a good uh, comment from uh, Hirsch, who was just a guest last week uh, with the Hirsch shit show. Uh, so I told her, stop yelling at us. Uh, she's like, how, how, how do uh, – how, how do we donate to you? How do we, how do people go about supporting this? Yeah, no, thank you so much. Um, you can go to our website. It's www.urbanpawssf.org. Um, there's a donation tab there. That's the best way to do it. hundred uh, percent goes to the dogs, to the training, to the upkeep. Um, we also are working on a merch uh, site. So we'll have hoodies and hats and just about everything uh, that you should be able to buy. We hope to get that up soon. Uh, and we're doing fundraisers. We have our first annual fundraiser set for August. Um, got a couple guests already lined up. Got some amazing, amazing uh, items to auction. So we'll either uh, do that in person or online. We're not quite sure yet. But the primary way to donate is to to hit us up on our website um, and hit the donation tab. Nice. Uh, with that, when you get that fundraiser set up, make sure you send it to me, and then uh, we'll we'll put it out on our platform. For sure. Uh, yeah. With that, and then like again with dogs, and I, I I've talked about my struggles with uh, how what I go to what my main purpose of going to see a psychologist for. I go see my shrink because you know I I lose my temper with my children very quickly, mm-hmm. very very quickly. Um, you know I I don't I don't abuse them because I'm not I'm not an asshole, right? But like I I, I well, you are I, an asshole, but you don't. No 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 no. See, we we covered that earlier before the show. <laughs> No, I'm a prick sometimes, yes. but like, uh, like, like if I'm telling you you're wrong, it's cause you're wrong. It's not maybe yeah. an asshole. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no, like today I got angry with my youngest cause we got to get up early for the track meet five 30 in the morning. Right. And you know, they want to start having an attitude and I'm sitting here like these kids, man, like, like, like I, I'm about to go drive you 50 minutes, you know, like, and like whatever, like, what do you got What's going on? And as soon as I start getting upset, guess who starts coming right by me? Yeah. Right? All of a sudden, yeah. here comes Morley. Yeah. Morley come walking right up. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, that's why you're here. Yeah. Like, you know, and like, you know, it's like, right? it's just, they're so oh. powerful. So and powerful. The, and the dogs are so, I mean, they, they're saying now, I just heard it the other day that the dog's brain makeup and chemical makeup is as close to being human as, as any other animal. And it's, it's it's crazy how intuitive they are when they just, and you don't even realize it half the time that they're there, they're touching you, you know, they're, they're, they're feeling your, your situation. So it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it, the dogs are incredible. And I've worked a dog as a, as a police officer and as a private security, and you guys have probably been around them. The things they can do, the, 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 the stuff that they can smell and they can sense. It's just, it's, it's, it's awesome. That's why this is so rewarding is to be able to, to give that tool to someone that maybe hasn't had that support. Um, I went to the VA the other day and had a meeting with them, our local VA, and uh, they were they didn't have a program with dogs. No and, shit. Right, right. Yeah, and, that, and, that would make too much sense to take away from the drugs. <laughs> right, and I, I was, I was actually kind of surprised. I had heard that, 
but they were very excited to to hopefully partner with us and and maybe get a couple people out of their office to to sign up. So, you know, the sky's the limit with this. Um, the dogs are are amazing, and and you know we have so many people that need help. That I think for me, like I've had my career, I've had all that shit in the past. This for me is something that I know I. I use and I can use and I know other get back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's where Dave and I are at. I mean, I'm, I'm the fundraiser donor relations guy. Dave's the the head of this and, and Dana, our trainer, all of our hearts are in, into giving back to, to those of us that, you know, have, have gone through some really bad stuff. So, you know, it's a pretty cool mission, man. I'm, I'm really happy to be a part of it. And for anybody that's watching in your area right now, is there a current wait list? So let's say there's a viewer that's in your area right now. It's like, hey, I want one of these dogs. You go there to the website. Okay. Yeah, go on the website. Uh, it is under construction, some parts of it, but our application process, if you get your application turned in, it comes directly to me. We will go through the app and and establish a list. Um, yeah, if we get if we get people signing up now, they will have to wait till the next litter, um, right. which will okay. be in August. But yeah, we'd love to have a list um, and start getting these people, these dogs, because that would be amazing. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Well, hey, uh, I, I think, uh, well, hey, b- before we go to the AR, tell us a, tell us a fun cop story. Don't tell us, <laughs> a, don't tell us a bad one. Tell us a fun one. I know every cop has one. Like, well, I, I, you know, I'll break the ice. So my, my brother-in-law is a detective in Burbank. Right. And he said that, that he got, he responded to a fire call when he was a young patrolman. Right. Like, there's a fire in this apartment complex, and he's he's. I mean, Cherry's on. I mean, he's shout about out to, to French, be, huh? Yeah, yeah he's a, he's <laughs> about to be a he's about to be a hero. You know, that's so like that. Like he's thinking like I'm gonna get in there and I'm gonna save some people and some cats and dogs or whatever. And he and like this, he's like this apartment's on fire, right? So he runs in there because he's a paratrooper and he's a cop now. Like he runs in there, like no no questions asked. And there's this like 480 pound dude. Right. And he's got to, and he's like, I'll never forget this. He's like, the first thing I saw was Cheetos. Right. Like, he's like, he's got this giant thing of Cheetos. And he's like, he's like, can you move? And he's like, nope. You know, and he's like, 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 he's like, he's like, you got it. Can you, can you move at all? Like, like, like this, like the place is on fire. You know, and he's like, I guess it's my time. You know, that's, that's, that's damn. It's, it's like uh, he's like he's like thank God, like more people were right behind him, yeah. <laughs> and they get in there, and they yeah. all moved him. Yeah, they yeah. all grabbed him. He's like, but I'm like, he's like in my head, I'm like, I'm gonna be this hero. I'm yeah. gonna save somebody, and all of a sudden, how is it Jerry Springer got to lift you out of or Maury Povich? I need a crane to lift you out of the house. <laughs> this thing's on oh, fire. Oh man! You know, like, <laughs> I, I I would say I don't have anything that funny, but I'd say there there was one night where I uh, I I was cover on a call. It was a domestic call at one of our hotels, and uh, uh, the suspect, the male half, had escaped in a vehicle. Uh, they put the vehicle description out. I ended up finding the vehicle, and I pulled the guy over and detained him. Right. Well, long story short. Um, Female victims injured has a rather large imprintation, if you will, or bruise on her face. And they sent me a photo of it and said, Hey, you know, find out what's going on with this guy and how this happened. Cause she was kind of stunned. She didn't really know what hit her basically. And so I asked him, I said, so you got into a situation with your, with your wife, huh? Yeah. And I said, okay, well, did it get physical? Yeah, I got physical. I go, well, how did it get physical? What, what, what went on? Did she hit you? You hit her? Yeah. I hit her with a smoother. And I said, what? I go, you hit her with what? And he goes, the smoother. And I said, I don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? He goes, you know, the thing you smooth your clothes out with. And I said, an iron. Holy <laughs> shit. He goes, yeah, the smoother. Go ahead and turn, around. Go, go ahead and turn <laughs> around real quick. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. So yeah, that was that was one of the highlights, man. I'll never forget that guy. He was pretty funny, man. I hit her with the smoother. Like she was yeah, like shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I hit her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Right? I had yeah. no idea what he was yeah. talking about. There was no denying it or anything. He was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah he went to jail. <laughs> that Good. was easy. Good. That was easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh the man. Smoother. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna talk. Yeah, to you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk I want to make a today. meme. I want to yeah. make a meme or a shirt. The you have to. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 her her said that. Her, her said that the smoother sounds better. I'm stealing it. So like, yeah. what are you using? I'm using the smoother over here. It's the smoother. Yeah. <laughs> um, smooth my clothes. I like that. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Before before I get into the Something AAR, I guess I could just make it the AAR is, you know, I saw an interesting post about first responders. Um, you know, when it comes to anyone who thinks that you shouldn't respect first responders or that you want to watch the news and get all fired up or you want to be a fucking liberal or even a far right winger who doesn't respect them. Remember, the bell curve goes both ways. Right. Like there are the only ones that are saving you from law-abiding citizens. They are the ones that are preventing people who have their shit together from coming and taking you out. Mm. All right? And you just heard this story, what he just told you. Those That's their daily life. They run into people who don't have their shit together, mm-hmm. right? Like, yep. at all, right? Yep. Now, we all lose our shit once in a while, but, like, they, like, these people don't have it at all. And I'm sure if we went in another two hours, he could tell you 10 stories of where he ran into the same people over and over and over again. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. they get a, they get a call to an address. They're like, ah, oh, shit. Right. Yeah. Like, no, like they are the, like those of you who think you can do whatever you want. The reason you can do whatever you want is because first responders stand in the way of those who know what the right thing to do is. Okay. They stand in the way of you losing all of your shit. To yeah. include everything. So yeah. big shout out to the first responders, part of the AAR. They are they are amazing human beings. Yep. All right. And, and yes, uh, there's bad apples everywhere. Yes, but that bad doesn't apples make us, you know, everywhere. But you're going to use some talking point that is pointless and is going to go in and out of the ears <laughs> of anybody who's yeah. actually intelligent. All right. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, so, yeah. And dogs are God's, you know, gift to us. 100%. To where, to where, you know, there's no way that they were made by accident to be as awesome as they were. And yeah. now we found a way to train them to do even more things, right? Like it's that. So we learned that. Uh, we also had Steve Sachs on the show. So check out his podcast. All right. What was the, what was the tag on that again? It was a uh, Sachs. I wrote Sachs in the morning. Sachs in the morning. Sachs yep. in the morning. So check out Sachs in the morning. Again, we just had a two time world series champion on the show. Right. And, Unfortunately, yeah. it was unfortunately it was because he lost his son, a Marine Osprey pilot, you know, that, you know, died in a training accident last year. And he started a foundation in his name. So if you can go to Captain John J. Sachs Foundation.org. Yep. All right. And make this possible so that so that people can benefit off of his name. And off of what his father was able to accomplish and now giving up to make that foundation. All right. Um, and again, those of you who don't understand pro sports or how good people are that get to that level, how much hard work and dedication he put in. I'm telling you right now, if you put in most of the average people like myself, all right, if you put in half of the work that he put in, in his life, probably pretty freaking successful. All right. And that dude, that dude did everything he could to get where he needed to be. And he's auctioning off all those items that rewarded his work to start a foundation in his son's name, a Marine, a Marine that was an awesome pilot. And I can't wait to have Steve back on the show and do all that. And to end it on a light note, buddy, his honesty cap, you know, we make like, I, I kind of agree with buddy a lot sometimes, but Bud Light really got to him. Right. He can't he can't get off can't this transgender it. thing. Like I think his last four honesty caps are about yeah. transgenders. Yeah. Like he just can't get off of it. He's texting but, us nonstop about it, three right. in the morning, but, four in the but, morning, you know. But but I'll settle with Buddy saying that yes, it is a mental disease. Yes, it is. All right. If you think we have a mental health crisis in America, reopen insane asylums. All right. You want to chop your dick off, you're gonna go live in that building for five years until you figure it the fuck out. All right, like, like that's that's where you're going. All right, because uh, uh, whatever. Yeah, all right, sp- spiral out of here, Dave. Shirts. <laughs> what do we do? We sell shirts. Hey, uh, <laughs> Jeff, thank you so much for coming on, man. Um, I think we need to bring you on again as well, so we can, you know, we're kind of limited on time. So yeah. um, let's talk about it a little bit more. I'd love to see 
how you guys grow, create, and do what you're doing. And as you guys expand, hopefully to Arizona as well. I might need another dog at some point. So yeah, yeah, be great. Um, I love it. I love it. For anybody that tuned in late, go to uh, VeteranTrashTalk.com. That's our website. It has the links to everything, um, all of our podcasts, YouTube, all that good stuff. Go check out shop.veterantrashtalk.com. That has all of our amazing merch. Yeah, we got hats. We got shirts. We got hoodies. Uh, gruntworksclothing.com. It's going to send you right to shop.veterantrashtalk.com. So for all of you that are watching, yeah, for all of you that are watching and are having issues with the website, <laughs> we are merging stores right now and it's going to be an awesome Shopify. It's going to be amazing. New out, you know, new layout, all kinds of good stuff. And I'll be out in the next three, four weeks. Right, Nick? Yep. Yep. So well, that's uh, your thanks. job. Yeah. Yeah. But I just read the email, you know? <laughs> so uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Hope you have a kick-ass Saturday. Maybe I'll go live again on my page tonight. We'll see. I'll jump about out to go golfing. And uh, yeah. we'll catch you guys next Saturday. I'm out. Thanks guys. Boom, boom.